and welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. As always, I'm joined by my very attractive co-host, Matt. Hello, how are you? Hello, today's, today's a bit more relaxed. We're on the sofa today. A bit different on the sofa, a bit more chilled. And bit we casting uh, couch vibes. Yeah, we, we have a sponsor. I'm saying we have a sponsor for today's episode. But Joe's saying no. So we're sponsored by Party Rings is the, uh, today's episode. 25 calories per ring, so yeah. I've been told. I've been told, and our guest is having none of them, apparently. He's, uh, he's cutting, he's saying, but probably toning up, probably the, the words he might say. <laughs> but we'll let him, let him introduce himself. Well, our guest is the, the half-natty prince. He, as I said, he claims to be not only natural, but on a diet. Um, if you haven't guessed already by his very, very sexy laugh, Callum Hunter, PT. Hello. How are you, Callum? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Glad to be here. Good stuff. With Thank you for giving up your time. I know you're a busy personal trainer. I am indeed. Uh, we'll, we'll jump straight in with our with our quick fire questions, just to break the ice a little. Obviously, we've not spoken to you too much in the past. Yeah. Um, so first question, the, the important question... Pineapple? Does it go on pizza? Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Why, like, why are you trying to make something unhealthy healthy? What's the point? Do you like pineapple on its own? No. Okay, well that makes a big difference. <laughs> Do you like fruit and vegetables on there? Right? <laughs> Some. I have my have my favourites. The chewy ones called Skittles. Yeah. Starburst is a personal favourite. To be fair. <laughs> any, ones. Fr- any fruit flavoured energy drink is all for it. Yeah. I don't blame you with that one. Just not the actual fruit. I guess. Okay. okay, my question is, it's a quick fire one again, well not a quick fire, um, if you, what animal would suit you best? Oh. And you can't say what you want to be, because I mean most people would say they're probably their favourite, but what would actually suit you? Oh, I don't know. Um, and why? A hippo. A hippo? Yeah. Go on then, why? <laughs> <laughs> not too quick, yeah, what, not what too quick but made a mass. Right. Okay, so not, not, yeah, okay. Bit fat. <laughs> okay, but you did claim to us before that you were 91 kilos. Yeah. Down from are, you, are you trying to bulk or cut? Or nah, what's cut. What's the game plan at the moment? Cut, I'm down from 100. Dropped nine kilos. Since when? Oh, like before the third lockdown. Okay, so, so talk us through your training a little bit. What type of training do you do at the moment? So I'm on like a push-pull leg split. So push-pull leg, rest day, upper-lower, rest day. Just cycle through that every week. Um, compound at the beginning, bit of strength, and then just bodybuilding the rest of the way through, and then sometimes, very rarely, a bit of cardio at the end. Oh, we'll come on to cardio in a second. What do you mean by bodybuilding? So anything from like twelve to fifteen reps, and then towards the end, a bit more failure. Some drop sets, supersets, um, normally three to four sets of each exercise. So just trying to get as big as possible. Just basically. trying to get as big as possible. I'm guessing you mean by targeting like certain exercises, so breaking yeah. down. Yeah, so chucking ones in that I haven't really used that often before, so like incline bench, just to get a bit of a bigger chest. Normally doing that after my flat bench. And what do you bench now? Uh, I benched 110, no, 115 for a double the other day, so Oof. not too bad. Jeez. I wish I was that strong. Yeah, <laughs> showing us up. Well, Matt's still pressing the 34s. No, I 40s the other day. <laughs> still, we so, mentioned before that you just train chest and arms. Matt, is that still the case now? No, do a bit of pull as well. <laughs> <laughs> do a bit of legs, taught four spin classes this week already, so my legs are pretty, pretty frazzled. So I'm going to ask a question, <laughs> frazzled. Uh, <laughs> ask a question to our, to our guest. Callum, do you think you could take a spin class? Definitely not. <laughs> you mentioned you occasionally do cardio. I only have one fully functioning lung, so... I'm, I'm not going to ask why. Actually, yeah, for the listeners, why have you got one 
functioning like I had whooping cough in December 2020. And that just wrote off one lung. That wrote off it. one lung. And is that your excuse now for not doing cardio? No, I just don't like cardio. When you say cardio, is that walking back to the car? Or is walking that... back to the car is fine. Anything quicker <laughs> than walking pace, I feel like, is a bit too, bit too much of a push for me. I have noticed, actually, you park your car right next to the front of the gym. Of course, yeah. Just so you can... Well, actually, I don't, because I've got a new car now. So I park further away, so no one scratches it. But that's a bit of a trick. All right, well, I know you want to talk about it. So tell us about your new car, Callum. I have a Voxlastra VXR. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> got a big, fast, red car. Yeah, drive it sensibly though, speed limit. Yeah, always, I, always. I, I can vouch for that, actually. Anyone that knows Callum knows that he's a very sensible driver. Very sensible, uh, yeah. At no point have I ever been over 70 miles per hour Definitely in not. that car. No, never. Never in my car, no. No. You'll be yet to experience that, but it's, he's, a, he's a good driver. I don't know, I know Callum's driven one of my cars before, years ago. He's a good driver. Have one. Has he? I'm pretty sure we were going around the car park and he said, never driven a car before. Oh, and I went, crap. Was that, was that not my car? No, you tried it as um, a side of Peugeot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who, who was driving the car when I tried to kick a football? Glenn. <laughs> Glenn was in, uh, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you got on the roof of yours as well. <laughs> yeah, drive good. responsibly, people. Let's drive get it. Yeah, back on top. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. I, I did get on the roof of my car. Well, someone else. Anyway, that's not the point. So, Callum, we mentioned that you're a PT. I am indeed. What is a typical day like for you at the moment? Um, PT. Wake up about half four, five. Get to work for about six. Within that hour of waking up and going to work, have a shower, a bit of breakfast, chill out for like ten, fifteen minutes, and properly wake up. Then I'd be on shift or PT from about six until twelve. Have about an hour, two hours. Pop home, have some food. And go back in sort of half two, three, and PT all the way through until eight, nine o'clock. Sometimes having a little break in the middle to train. So you're a pretty busy guy by the time. Is that like Monday, fr- Monday to Friday? Yeah, it? Monday to Friday, and then Saturday morning. Sometimes I've got clients nine till twelve. Do you, do you kind of do you try and avoid weekends, or is that just a way to plan out? I've I've always had a Sunday off, so I always try and kept it as a Sunday off so it's like the day I always have where I've got nothing to do yeah. apart from programmes so I haven't got to go anywhere I make sure I don't train on a Sunday just sort of take me out of that work environment so I can actually chill out for the day mm. how do you find managing that many clients? I enjoy it like now I've finished uni I've got well I used to have a lot more free time but I've sort of filled it um, yeah I enjoy it it's good it's what I like to do so I enjoy the challenge of managing that many people and what they want to achieve do you think you've learned lessons from it obviously where you your client base got bigger and you've had to manage different stuff and timings and all that oh 100% I'm a lot more time conscious and value time a lot more and what I can do in say an hour than what I used to be when I had the spare time available to me it's always okay when you have too much time you normally get less done when you kind of it's the same as a workout if you said someone you got a two hour workout and you might not do as much or if you say you've got a 45 minute maybe not Callum but maybe more hit or so it's <laughs> you kind of you get more done sometimes in less time yeah 100% uh, so what you said about uni what were you studying Tell uh, about strength and conditioning science at Twickenham St Mary's how did you find that oh where do I begin um, first year was a dream second year was a nightmare third year was a disaster and do you think Covid had a part, part to play in that 100% I did not enjoy studying from home whatsoever, just because you can't separate that home and study life. 
and you just sat, sat in your room watching someone tell you about something and you just like, oh, just go and chill out, come back in like 10 minutes, then next thing you know the lecture's over. So you didn't really attend your lectures by the sound of it? I attended, I, I attended a few of them, but some of them just, nah. They Especially probably, when it was hot outside, just, nah, just go downstairs, chill out. I mean, it was a bit of shit, wasn't it? It was a bit of shit, yeah. You're trying to sit and watch or listen to yeah. someone's monotone voice. Yeah, not really class of teaching in my opinion, more like a YouTube video. No, I mean, fair play to them. It was hard on them to get the content out. Oh yeah, 100%. And some of my lecturers were quite good at what they did but others were not so good no. and it was very this is the powerpoint this is me talking over the powerpoint I didn't need to watch the video of you talking over the powerpoint yeah. I could have just read the powerpoint like, yeah, could have done. <laughs> yeah but and then they sometimes say oh, you get more out of it if you if you go into the lecture and then you attend the lecture and you get no more than reading a powerpoint yeah did you ever get like the, the lecturer would ask questions and no one said anything 100% all the time it was and we're going to split into groups now and everybody removes themselves from the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Those rooms were hard. I obviously went into a much smaller uni than you did. So sometimes I knew everyone in the group so it was quite yeah. nice. But other times you didn't know anyone in the group and it was just a very awkward silence. Yeah. And no one wanted to say anything. And quite often it was, this is the task you need to do for next week. No one did the task. And then everyone sat in silence knowing that no one's done the task and no one's got their cameras on yeah. so no one can see. you're just looking at a blank screen of face like no faces and someone is waiting to build up the confidence to go yeah I've not done it yeah pretty much I don't know if that was the same for you yeah like I, so th- there was a lot of people on my course so I didn't because I didn't live there I didn't really the only time I saw them was in a lecture and I couldn't be bothered to hang around after because of work so I just left and never really I had friends but not that many at uni no one I really had a common interest with apart from the course so didn't want to hang out with them in a zoom call room for half an hour understandable and how did you find going back to PT obviously kind of PT going online I know obviously hopefully we're out COVID as such and there's no chance of us going back to a lockdown so we've had to go back online but how did you find doing kind of the virtual PTs considering you didn't really enjoy the virtual uni so I don't really do any virtual PTs to be fair I just they all just did home workouts okay. none of them really wanted home like video video PT yeah um, they all some of them had their own equipment so they just got on with programs and then some of them I actually went and PT like in their gardens um, but yeah only the ones that had equipment is the ones I went and saw and then the rest of them just got on with home workouts just to keep them ticking over until we got back in the gym glad to be back oh yeah 100% yeah as much as I don't like the early wake-ups. It makes me appreciate how much more time is in the day when you wake up at, like, yeah. five. So, like, this week, I've woken up at five, four times. Tomorrow will be the same. It's Sometimes, I can't say I'm an early morning person, but when you do finish early or you kind of think, I've got an afternoon off, you're like, ah, oh, fair enough. I'm chill when it makes the most of... you got to get time off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to manage it. you got to fuck that <laughs> oh. I think I'm doing it all wrong then. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Callum, from Saturday afternoon to Sunday evening. Well, I have Saturday afternoon to Monday at 12. Yeah, so Matt said that he gets up at 5. I normally have three days off a week. Bloody part-timer. Three days off. Living the dream. Then the the days that are on are the long days. I guess you're you're not just a PT either, right? No. So you do more than... Instructor and everything like that. You're a gym manager. Are you the manager? Mr. Manager? We haven't got a manager. 
Okay. It's just everyone's just divided up. That's it. That's it. Boss. Yeah, I wouldn't want you as a boss actually. <laughs> how is how is do you think how has your gym changed much since coming back out of lockdown? Have people changed? Um, they're a lot more conscious of what they're doing and like they're cleaning, what the environment. Just in general, just in general, like cleaning. Like imagine, I imagine they're doing what they would do at home, like wiping down stuff more regularly, being a bit more conscious of where they are. Yeah. But. Do you find you spend half the session cleaning stuff down after using it now? I carry around wipes with me, so I don't use the gym spray. So it's just like nice and quick, pull a wipe yeah. up, wipe it down, move on. Then they still get the most out of their session. Do you think it's concerning how little people wipe down equipment before COVID? 100%. I, I, did, I, yeah. I did it myself. I think you kind of, before you kind of realise, you think, ah, oh, you know, just use it for a minute or... It's Unless I got really sweaty on a piece of equipment, I don't think I'd ever wipe it down. No, definitely yeah, not. No, but now, 100%. now you do it, like, like a bit of sweat and need to get that gone. It's things that will never be taken out of the gym again. It's it's something that should have been always in the first oh, place, yeah. but until someone tells you not to do something, you don't really do yeah. it, or someone tells you have to. Like, we never had blue roll. Like, never, because yeah. you can just bring in the towel. But they're never going to get rid of it. I think towels are kind of non-existent as well now. I haven't really seen many members where I work. Maybe for like classes that they bring it to like wipe the head and stuff. But you think you put a towel on the bench, the sweat's still going into that towel. So it's almost kind of completely... I guess the gym you way. work at, you're probably going to see a few more towels in. Definitely the gym I work at. We sell towels in the vending machines. Okay. A lot they, of people... Do they get sold? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have to carry around towels with them, to be fair. Which is actually quite a surprise for a budget gym, but... Yeah. Matt's obviously in the, in the, working in a fancier gym yeah. so I expect that uh, whereas I don't work in an as fancy gym <laughs> and yours is somewhere between the two but yeah. you, know, you don't get a lot of towels at, at Fever mm. but again you, you work in the marketplace so it's, it's different isn't Matt, it Matt you work in a health club <laughs> yeah it's, it's, not, it's not just a gym he work, Callum works in a gym and I work out of a so industrial unit so it's definitely <laughs> different, different levels to to what it is. How has your business changed since COVID happened? If anything, it's got better, to be fair. Like, I've gained a lot more clients in the last, how long have gyms been open? Like three months? <laughs> than I did in the three months before the first lockdown. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was laughing at Matt because he's trying to eat a, 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 a actual party ring. They're quite. They're, so if you can hear crunching, apologies. That that's just me and those. So today's sponsor, Callum still hasn't <laughs> had one. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now I am just mugging the pipe rooms. Sorry, Callum. So you, your business has improved. Yeah, I would say so. All right. And do you think that's like? Have you got more room to improve? Are you at your limit at the moment? In terms of the amount of clients, a business or? growth in general. No, there's always room for business growth. I don't think you can ever put a limit on it. You can always get bigger as a business and better as a business. But it just takes time to sort of work out yourself what you can do better to make your overall business better and more successful. So a follow-up question to that. What do you think you could do better? Um, market. Like, I don't market at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just never have. Mainly because with uni, I was always... I'll do this bit of work and then it was like once I finish that bit of work I'll get a bit of marketing done just never did the work until it was like a day day before it was due in then never got around to marketing because then there was always another deadline um, and then I was either at work doing uni work 
or just didn't bother. To an extent, though, do you need to market if you've got if you've built up your client base as well as you have done? Yeah. Without doing any marketing. This is the thing. So I'm in a very fortunate position where I've got X amount of members sort of at my disposal. Like I'm always talking to people when they come in the gym, always communicating with people. So most most people will know, maybe not who I am, but that I'm a PT that works at the gym. So I think that works in my favour and sort of allows me to not be able to market and still be successful. So, yeah. I guess through like referrals and stuff where you also get your client base now work can spread and all that when you say when you do say marketing do you mean social media marketing yeah like social media like I know some other gym groups they're some of their PTs have got like banners in the gyms with like their names on all I've got is an A4 piece of paper with like my face on it's like I'm Callum I'm a PT blah 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 bit about me but yeah social media like, I don't really put anything on social media I used to didn't really find it did anything um but i think now sort of like the way things are and covid a lot more is online than what it used to be um, and a lot more people are online a lot more different groups of people so i feel like social media now is a much better and more efficient way of marketing yourself i guess though where you've got a, fair, is it a couple of thousand members uh, five thousand so a lot of thousand members you are your own Advert. Yeah, pretty much. You're you're always on this. It's something I find difficult. Well, not difficult, but annoying at Fivos, where it's such a small gym. I could be doing a really good session. Yeah. And no one's there to see it. Yeah, and that's where like social one person who's already got a PT. Yeah, because it because it's so small. Yeah. Whereas you're constantly got you've got hundreds of thousands like yeah hundreds of eyes on yeah. you any given time. Yeah. So as long as you do a good job, and they're gonna see you're in there. Which brings me on to my next question: Do you think you have to look a certain way as a PT? I don't think so. I think you should, if you can back up what you say, then I don't see an issue with it. Like obviously people have more desirable views in terms of a PT, like you're a, maybe someone would be more likely to go for someone who looks like what they want to look like. Yeah. So if you want to be a bodybuilder, you would choose, you would potentially choose someone who is a bodybuilder or is bigger or is putting on muscle same as someone who wants to get stronger you pick someone who you know is strong but you also need to look into it it's like who's their coach do they have a coach sort of thing but I don't think a PT should look a certain way <laughs> so do you think you can have fat personal trainers it depends what you determine as fat because or, or clear, if, clearly overweight they they may they may be able to back up. They might do all. They might know everything, so they might have read all the textbooks and be very knowledgeable. But what if you look at them and think you are overweight? And that, like it's clear they don't, they don't go to the gym. They don't yeah. have weights. Do you think that's a good thing as a as a personal trainer? And same question to you, Matt. I think it's one of those where you can take it into other professions as well. So, I always think of football. It's a very different one. You look at some managers where they're quite young and in shape. But when Wayne Rooney did that big bicycle kick, I guarantee Fergie wasn't teaching him the week before how to do them. So it's... He's <laughs> got a picture and trying to do it in, in my head. He's, yeah. he's got like a big bag, sandbag behind him or something. But you can kind of think... I think you would naturally think yes, but the way stuff like that's going, no. Because you look at a gym shop, but they're showing more larger models. And it's becoming more... It should always be acceptable, but... 
it seemed more kind of more than normal and less of people taking the mick of people and all that sort of stuff. So I think you like Callum said, you look who you want to almost be. You look up to people. So it's if someone sees Callum benching one ten or one fifteen, they might think, ah, oh, I want to do something similar. And then you have a chat, and obviously the personality works because you could look someone and they could be training really well, but they might be an absolute arse and you don't get along with them. So that's a whole new thing as well. So I remember a, a gym I used to train at, which will remain nameless because <laughs> by your reaction, Callum, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, exactly, who you're talking and about. To your point, Matt, and, and to Callum's point, there was a trainer who was maybe on the larger side, should we say, and they definitely didn't back up what they would say. I'd never, I never worked with them but maybe someone on the sofa did work with them. And apparently their nutrition wasn't fantastic. And I don't think I ever saw them training. And their clients, she was a bit on the, the larger side, should we say, and her clients were like that as well. So you're right in that they, they looked at her. They, looked and they maybe didn't look and go, I want to be like that. But they found comfort in... Confidence. Yeah, yeah, com- yeah confidence, comfort in looking like that. And you might... I might want to be... I want to look like Callum, for example. So I'm going to be... I want to be like that. And I feel... I mean, I wouldn't want to look like him, but... <laughs> it's the same as kind of... It could be something simple as... Callum might be looking... I don't know, say you weren't a PT, you might look so you might think, ah, oh, I want a male trainer or a female trainer. There's no wrong or right. It's realistic that you should know the same. If you're training women, you should know about the cycle and the periods and stuff. But they might not feel comfortable telling a male trainer about that, so they naturally go for a female. So that can then limit how many trainers they have there might be one female trainer at your gym yeah yeah we've got what have we got I think we've got four women five men which is actually probably quite a good that's a really ratio to be fair it's annoying because well, normally if there's one girl trainer they do really well because of everyone that well, they, in theory they should do it because they're the only girl then you get most girls will go to a female trainer and actually some guys will go to a female trainer but some girls yeah. obviously go to a male trainer but normally, I know in gyms I've worked at before, there's one female PT, she normally cleans up just because all the girls want to go. It can be where some guys might be not kind of intimidated, but they naturally think kind of, I don't want to think that he can lift that any stronger than me, even though they'll help you get to that. So it can be that as well. You could get someone that's quite intimidated, of, yeah, scared and concerned to go into the gym. Uh, I'll put you, you two as an example. They might see Callum muscles bulging out of his t-shirt <laughs> heavily tattooed big beard no hair that's quite an intimidating couch. he's lovely he's lovely <laughs> deep down but that would be quite intimidating then you've got Matt who's very well defined muscular good chiselled jawline nice nice um, shapely beard on him that's less intimidating than someone like Callum I'm not comparing it to female instructors that's <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm going for that but it's definitely kind of the way everything's changed like you said so where social media became that thing every five minutes there was a new live workout starting or this and that during lockdown yeah. and now you don't really obviously see it as much it's still happening but now that everyone's back I mean that's definitely changed social media's probably going a lot quiet but it depends how you want to market yourself I think you're right I mean I personally I've said before on this podcast I don't really like social media but I heard someone say the other day if you want to grow your business or grow your platform you need to be good at one thing and just promote one thing, one thing, one thing. Now, the issue that the three of us have is we don't just do one thing. Mm-hmm. We special. Callum's probably the closest to doing one thing and that he does more strength training and like bodybuilding with his clients, whereas I'm 
not that and you're not that either. So my social media is never going to just be one thing. Yours isn't going to be, well, if either of you posted, uh, it wouldn't be one thing. You definitely don't, Matt, and you do, Callum, once a a month, once a quarter. (laughs) If that. So it's a useful tool if you can get it right, but the problem is you get a lot of people out there that don't know what they're talking about, but will post and will get recognition because of who they are, not what they know. It's finding how you want to do it as well. So comparing like me to you, Joe, where, where I work, it's a case of clients come to you or you go to them. You wouldn't really, social media isn't really a thing. Like even the, the beach don't one is pretty non-existent at some times. And you wouldn't really know PT's kind of there, but we're always busy. There's only three of us. So we're always busy and stuff. So but Callum is obviously a bigger gym. It's a lot more social media during yeah. lockdown, probably quite a few, a lot more workouts and... Yeah, like I posted like workouts on my Facebook on like the first lockdown, did like three weeks in a row and then just sacked it off because I just realised it just wasn't me, like it's not the sort of thing like I'm about, I'm not mm. about like let's do some jump squats with some burpees, I was like nah, it's, like, it's not my type of thing. Can you do a burpee? I can do one. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> not now, not warmed up. Would it, would you, it? Would, you would probably hate yourself. I probably would, yeah. I've got a freshly tattooed arm. I can't do any exercise. So, let's go for it. Last few minutes, tattoo. What kind of... Talk us through it a bit more. What kind of, Which one, mate? The, what, the new one that's on your arm. The new one? The bigger one. The big red one on <laughs> the side of your body. It's Hercules with a lion's head. I thought it was you. Uh, it, John, it could resemble me back in the day with a bigger beard. If we get you a hat, there'd be no different hat. It's not my hat. Well, yeah, lion one, isn't it? Let's walk on with a little pouch on the side. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, we could buy one. We're getting one. It's birthday coming. Birthday soon, isn't it? You should know. Eighteenth of November, nineteen ninety-seven. See, that's, that's true. His that's a true. That's, that's a true friend. No, though. he was zero then. That's when he was. That's when that's he. My day of birth. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's his birthday. That's his actual birthday. birthday. I thought you two were friends. I have a notes page on my. Um, oh, thanks, mate. Just made it to the next page. It's got my parents on. I'm dreadful of that as well. Dates are more for that. Unless it's, it's ruined down. When's my birthday? Soon. Just well, happened. I've been, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. In a year's time. Or you were next year's. Yours, oh. is, yours is the 4th of April. Yeah, mine's easier though. 4-4. Four, four. How was that easy? Same number. 1980, yeah. There's, there's a lot of numbers to pick. 1980? When you born? <laughs> <laughs> it's talking about uh, I think you meant 1998 no 1996 old oh, boy I'm 25 which are 86 86 yeah 34 <laughs> <laughs> basically the same thing yeah uh, fair enough so have you got any more uh, lovely tattoos just while we're I've on got, the topic I've uh, got one of my ribs which is my surname in memory of my granddad and a thistle with granddad in, it, in memory of my granddad as well wouldn't have guessed that second one. So, what one hurt the most? Ribs. I remember you telling me about that actually. The, rib, the, the ribs was horrendous. What was the arm like? Arms were right to be fair. Six hours. I guess you got a lot of muscle there. So yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot of padding. A lot of padding. <laughs> and your right to need was going in your shoulders. So yeah, especially with tattoos. Um, just tattoos. <laughs> yeah, just tattoos at the moment. Um, but yeah, it wasn't too bad to be fair. Just nice and chilled out on a chair for six hours. Good fun. So before we uh, before we wrap up, obviously lockdown is coming to a close eventually. 
let's not talk on that too much. It's a touchy subject. However, what is something you're looking forward to doing most when you're allowed to do it? Seeing all my mates. Having a good time with the boys. Obviously, you're right. Being two metres away from you guys, it's been quite yeah. challenging. Yeah. Throwing party rings across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Today's sponsor. But yeah, just seeing mates. Fair enough. Uh, I guess, so it follow on from that. You said that Sundays are a, a day where you kind of relax. What What would you like to do? Or what do you do to kind of unwind, unwind relax? Like, what would be your perfect day out with the boys, obviously? Day out with the boys? <sighs> Could be anything. Obviously, keep it PG. Um, I know what you like. Oh, I don't know. So many different options. Give us like your top three. Go to a rave. Uh, PG, but go on. Barbecue with the boys and yeah. some drinks. Or... Oh, anything with the boys, really. Yeah. Like, day out with the boys, go to the beach. To be fair, we just went for Matt to invite us round yeah. for a barbecue. Well, you invite us round, I'll cook the barbecue. Have a barbecue. But it's not here right now, it's at yeah, the other half of mum's. They had a barbecue. Had a barbecue. We had one, but we just need to bring it here. And then the our patio has been done. As long as Glenn's not cooking that pork, I'm game. I'm just going to um, for, for reference, Glenn is a friend of ours before people start. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn's been referenced twice. Shout out to Ewan, by the way, because. Oh he, yeah, he didn't get mentioned in that. Um, Euro is happening. Quick question: Who's going to win it, Gavin? France. France are going to win it. Yeah. So it's, it's not. It's not coming. It's home. not coming home. It's not coming home. It's not coming home. Matt, ask me the question. Joe, who's going to win it? It's coming home. It's coming. Here we go. Coming. We're going to do it, Callum. He's oh. got confidence. We beat Croatia. That no, I'm half Scottish, so. Oh, so so this comes out Sunday, but tomorrow for us is the game. Who wins tomorrow then? Oh, I don't care, mate. Because I really like football. <laughs> so, you're, you're asking the wrong person about about football. He doesn't. Re- he's only a Saints fan because I am. Yeah, I'm so, half English, half Scottish. So whoever wins, I'm happy. But I don't really care at the end of the day. Joe, okay, who's gonna win tomorrow? Again, England. Three nil. Three nil. Name one scorer then. Harry Kane. Kane's gonna score. Yeah. He's not gonna square it. He's gonna score. <laughs> he probably will score. To be fair, but I think he's due a goal. Yeah, he didn't play great the other day. Yeah, he's, he's just warming up. He lost me a bet, annoying me. I, I don't bet on things, these things because it's quite it was, addictive. It was a free bet, and all I, all I needed to do, he needs to have a shot on target, and I would have won. I you say 10. free bet. I remember when Callum came around mine on Boxing Day. Never made a bet before in his life. And we just sat, we literally watched football all day. Bear in mind, he doesn't like football. He went on to some app, got a free bet. And then just continue to bet throughout the day on games <laughs> that he didn't care about. Yeah. I think he just started to bet on games that we weren't even watching. I did horse races as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just bet on a horse. I just got, the whole day you I just, just got you and your brother to pick horses of a name. Yeah, like, name of a horse. Yeah. Christmas Day, quite sad looking at the bank balance. So it's <laughs> no, it's not. That was, sorry, it was Boxing Day we were there. Oh, okay, sorry. I wasn't. Did spend that. was like 15 quid, 15, 20 quid. Sometimes you can go. Rich, so it's pennies. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nothing. Throw that, throw that away. Yeah. Alright, guys, well, that's, we'll wrap it up there. And, I guess finally, Callum, is there anything we should be looking out for in the future with you, or are you just busy working? Just busy working, mate. Fair enough. And where can people find you? Either physically <laughs> or, or on social media? Uh, in the gym group, Basinstoke, or on Instagram, Callum underscore Hunter underscore PT. We'll, we'll put that in the notes. Yeah, yeah, I'm too confident. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll double check that. Uh, Matt, any closing remarks from you? No, it's been quite a nice relaxed one. Quite chilled. I like the sofa. I think we should do this on the sofa more often. Sofa's definitely a bit more of a... Maybe less crunchy foods, though. Because I've really struggled to eat party rings during that. Today's sponsor, uh, party rings. <laughs> uh, next week's sponsor will probably be something like donuts. A bit more... 
bit softer. Yeah, we'll we'll softer. see what it see what this punts one's gonna be doing. Well, Callum, thank you for giving up your time. That's right. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you to those that have made it this far. We also appreciate it. Matt, thank you for letting us come over. We appreciate it. Yeah. Hope you don't mind the house. That's lovely. It's lovely, um, mate. And we will catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye, bye, bye.